Yo, what is going on, 5-9 Gamers? It is that time once again for the Dokom Battle Podcast, hosted on 5-9 Gaming. I am your host for this week, The Masked Ningen, and we are here for episode 86 of the Dokom Battle Podcast. DBS Superhero is here. So, as always, uh, I am not alone. I'm joined by a couple of guests from the Dokon team. So, first of all, say hello to our boy Gail Riot. How is it going? Yo, what is up, everybody? It's good to be back. I'm very much looking forward to this. The movie is finally out, and uh, we can discuss the potential for Dokon. Mm. We uh, are also joined, as always, by our friend Ice Cold Joker. How are you today, sir? Good morning, everyone. I, too, am excited because we finally have some form of Dragon Ball content not in game <laughs> form again. So looking forward to all of that that it brings. Mm. And also this week, we have not only behind the scenes, as usual, keeping things running smoothly, but also taking part in the panel this week, we have Vilify. How's it going, my dude? It's going all right. Uh, Joker kind of uh, summed it up, right? It's exciting to see some new Dragon Ball stuff that isn't the manga. And, you know, it's the first thing we've seen since Broly. So it's exciting stuff. Exactly. So, of course, uh, we, as always, will be talking about what has been going on in Dokon. Now, we have started to touch on movie stuff in the game, as you guys probably know by now. Um, however, as we are aiming to cover what is going on in the game uh, we may speculate a little bit about what's to come but we will avoid any major spoilers so if you are trying to stay spoiler free there isn't going to be anything particularly major here we might mention things like you know a character a character that you may see at the end is all we'll say rather than what it actually is so you can feel free to enjoy this episode without being massively spoiled so of course jumping straight into that first meaty topic we have on the screen you can see the new card that has come to the game which is a base form ssr gohan an agl free to play card no awakening as of yet but he is in the game and available to farm up from a Dragon Ball Super Superhero story event right now. So, Gail, let's start off with you. Uh, what are your thoughts on this AGL base form Gohan? So one word I would describe him as promising, bro. I think, uh, you know, recently, I think we can all agree uh, on this panel that free-to-play units haven't been the best in Dokkan, but this guy... You know, based on his kid, the passive he has, I think he has the potential to become really, really good. I also like how they tried going the art style that they've gone for for the card art is very similar to the superhero style. You know, that slightly 3D CGI effect look as well. Very nice. But in terms of his kid, I think this man will become a huge monster if he Dokkan awakens. The question really is as well whether he's going to become an LR or is he going to remain at TUR because... There's been a lot of debate on both sides. I know some people are saying he won't become an LR because of his uh, hidden potential not being 5,000, right, if I'm not mistaken. And it's only 3,000. But it could just be an error or temporary, like how the, uh, you know, GT Vegeta Jr. and GT Goku Jr. were, right? The, the duo card. So that's my thoughts on it. I think he's got a really good passive and he has a lot of potential to be really good. Yeah, um, what about you, Joker? Any extra thoughts on him? Or do you think maybe he will be an LR, or are you thinking just TUR? What do you think? No, I I think that they're just going to make him a TUR and leave it at that, because whatever whatever they want to bring that's super hype and make an LR, they're going to make an LR, and they're going to give him 
probably a much more in-depth passive than this. Like his passive is still very good. It's a, it's still a huge paragraph, but compared to the units that we have uh, gotten so far up until this point, it doesn't quite match up with the power creep. And so mm -hmm. if they're going to make a unit like that, it's going to have to have a lot more. And so I think he's just going to be TUR for now. But he's still a very, very good unit. Like, I've seen the showcases on him, and he can put up solid numbers as an SSR. So I have nothing really to complain about. Okay, and uh, Vilify. So whether he awakens into a TUR or an LR, um, obviously he's only got five links at this point because he's an SSR. We can assume mm -hmm. that one of the extra links that he will get is shattering the limit. But then his link set could change entirely based around what form he could potentially awaken into. So seems pretty much a good bet that they're going to save the stuff from the very end of the movie for the summonable units. Yeah. But in terms of what this card could awaken into, do you think we could see Super Saiyan, Ultimate Gohan, Super Saiyan 2? Like, what do you think we could see from this guy when he does awaken? Um, I think you kind of uh, hit the nail on the head with the Super Saiyan stuff. That I, I definitely could see them doing something along the lines of what we saw, kind of saw in the trailers uh, leading up. And like you said, with the uh, the end of the movie, they're definitely, I think they're going to save that. So um, shattering the limit, that's a good call. Uh, but I do hope that I think they just, I, I kind of agree with Joker. I think they're going to make it a TUR because an LR is, you know, they. I think they want to make money from an LR from this movie. So, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like the awakening, like having the first unit that comes to the game being a free-to-play LR is still a good way to drum up hype, though, even if the mm -hmm. LR himself mm -hmm. is only Super Saiyan. Or maybe the TUR is Super Saiyan and the LR is Ultimate Gohan, because all of those, obviously, we have seen in the trailers. But I think a free-to-play LR to start off the uh, superhero collab would be pretty hype for a lot of people. I know mm. the one thing that's been pointed out quite a lot is the uh, SSRs that have ended up awakening into LRs, like the Zamasu Goku and the Roshi from the previous anniversaries, have the same unit cost as this SSR Gohan. So I guess at this mm. point, we just don't know. Um, much like the Broly movie uh, events, when they started to drip feed us that content, I'm sure we'll get an update to this story event as more content comes with new stages which will then obviously give us a stage to farm the medals to eventually awaken him. So obviously we'll have to wait and see what he eventually uh, awakens into, but looking pretty good as an SSR. So the other thing that released alongside him as part of this sort of mini superhero teaser is, of course, a ticket banner. Uh, everybody on login uh, when the celebration started was given a nice little chunk of stones and some tickets for this banner. So uh, I believe it's not guaranteed SSR, but you only get SRs and SSRs on the banner. Um, Joker, tell us, what do you think about this banner? Uh, free stuff is always cool, but as far as quality of units on this banner is super mid at best. All these units <laughs> are quite old. It's like, yeah, Tech God Goku is here and he is by far and away the best unit in this batch, but it's still a very old, like Rage Vegeta. Are you kidding me? Int uh, T.O.P. Piccolo. I mean, yeah, we're using those in Red Zone right now. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think is it what well, the two best featured units on the banner are the gods, I guess. Yeah. But the uh, yeah. 
the banner does have LRs. Uh, it is a sort of general pool. I'm not sure which LRs they go up to, but if Looks I'm like sure somebody to... somebody out there going. is going to get lucky and uh, pull some free LRs. Shout out to our boy Jay Fanta, but hopefully someone more deserving will pull some so they don't go straight to the barbershop. <laughs> but, um, and then, Gail, I, uh, I haven't checked in on the specifics but you uh we got those first chunk of tickets at the very start and then i believe you get more tickets is it per day or how is that working out at the moment um in terms of superhero i'm pretty sure it's per day if i'm not mistaken it's a login bonus kind of thing if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken i it could is. be corrected by a jp there you go thank you vilify but from what i remember it was per day it's not like a per week thing um pretty sure it's just a login bonus though i don't think there's any missions for it you can correct me on that vilify you want to yeah gail gail got it it's i'm pretty sure it's just one per day but like like you said we uh we got the initial chunk i think it was 28 uh along with 30 stones mm-hmm. on the uh celebration for the campaign so uh but i mean you just saw i just did a single and got a little kid gohan action but you know, nothing <laughs> crazy <laughs> so it's like uh yeah, yeah, so extra tickets are still being drip fed out. Uh, obviously, uh-huh. because the summons are, even if you do a multi for seven tickets, you get seven units. But it's not guaranteed SSR, so there's no need to save up the tickets to do a multi, like is often the case with some banners. So obviously, if you want to, you can just go ahead, use them all straight away, and then use each one every day. And who knows? Maybe you'll uh, get lucky on a daily single. I think ticket banners are like the only time I ever do singles. I don't know about you guys, but... Yeah, I sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I think for when it's the anniversary session, right? That's when I usually just do tick, uh, you know, ticket multis. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I just tend to do singles as well. Um, especially on some days where you know I may or may not have forgotten to. Especially when it's the weekend login bonus <laughs> ticket things. I sometimes I'm a little bit busy, so I forget Dokkan exists for a day and. <gasps> uh, Wow. unfortunately it, it's a shock i know i know um and i as a result i missed the day of login from that so yeah it's uh usually the weekend ones is where i usually do my singles but otherwise i think anniversary because you just get such a big batch tend to just splurge multis right over and over and over yep. um but otherwise when it's like these sort of banners when this comes to global which i assume it will right when we get the movie launch officially in august i think it is so mm-hmm. Oh, that's when i'll probably do singles again for this sort of a banner there's no reason to not do one yeah exactly i mean for me like for me personally i just treat tickets the same way i treat stones and if the uh if the multis are guaranteed ssr i'm doing that because uh in the pub i'm sure we've all been there if you've uh if you've ever done a bunch of multi uh, singles in a row it is very possible to do 10 singles and not get an ssr so in any banner whether it's stones or tickets if a multi gives you a guaranteed ssr you should be uh, saving up for those just in case. So, uh, But either way, free stuff is free stuff. Uh, like I say, some people out there will get lucky. Maybe it'll be you. So let us know in the comments if you've pulled anything good off of the ticket banner. So moving on from the superhero stuff that we have in game at the moment, because unfortunately that is basically it. Um, who knows when the main event, I guess, stuff is actually going to come out. But we've had and a few things release on JP in the last week or so. Now, one of the things that is not brand new, but has uh, been in game since the last episode, is the EZA for Int Angel Golden Freezer. <laughs> now, <laughs> his reception has been uh, interesting, to say the least. So, um mm-hmm. 
Vilify, why don't you start us off? What are your thoughts on Int Angel Golden Freezer? Uh, this is one of those units that kind of just let us down after the data download. Because usually this is like the, uh, it's it's the reverse of this happens, right? Where we read the kit and everybody's like, oh, he's mid, he's not good. And then we see him in game and it's like, oh, wow, he's actually good. But I remember when we got the announcement for the kit and especially uh, our fellow 5-9er Minato was uh, ready to give this unit every crown in the book. And then, you know, three <laughs> hours later, it's like, oh, never mind, he sucks. <laughs> and uh it, it's the he's a lot of people i know a lot of people on their copium some would say are uh talking about how he's good for sbr but um super battle road isn't i mean obviously we get new stages but who cares it's not hard like if you use items there's no reason to lose in super battle road uh, and um Joker, what are your thoughts on uh, Angel Golden Freezer? If you uh, if you could change any one particular thing about his EZA, what do you think is his biggest issue? Uh, I think his biggest issue is this representatives of Universe 7 attacking in the same turn um, requirement for being super effective. It's like he doesn't link extremely well with most of the very good U7 allies. And the ones that do uh, are not that great. And most of them are super class. So he's automatically <laughs> debuffing them anyways. And so it it makes no, absolutely no sense for him to require U7 allies when he links poorly with them and debuffs yeah. most of them. Yeah, it's almost like that passive literally should just say effective against all types when you run him with physical Angel Freezer, because mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's basically it, right? So, uh, Gail, mm -hmm. what about you? Because I know there's one other Ooh. glaring thing that I think I would have picked as his biggest right. issue, but what are your thoughts? It has to be that super typing thing, right? It has to be. Yep. I, think, <laughs> I think it's the big one there. Um, because right now in the game, the biggest... And the most difficult content, like, I don't usually like to say that, oh, Red Zone's the only content people should look towards and, you know, judge units on necessarily. I'm never like that. But at the same time, uh -huh. I don't want a unit to be so one-dimensional that he's only good in, like, SBR at the same time. You know, I want to try and, you know, units should try and be as universal as possible. I mean, this is a PvE game. Let units go crazy a little bit. That restriction itself limits him so much. And it's just like you're you're running a 2020 unit at that point or 2021 unit because if I'm not mistaken, he his defense goes down by like a solid like 60, 70k, right? It goes down to like less than 200. I've seen, I think I remember seeing somebody run him at like 190k defense, and that's just not good enough in this day and age at all. And even after post supering, that'll go up by what? Let's say you get a double super, that'll go up to like 300k or so, right? Give or take, maybe a little bit more. It's just not good enough. It's just not good enough in this day and age. And uh, I think it's uh, it's a big misstep. I, I don't know what they were thinking when they were making Endangered Golden Freezer. I don't know if they were just thinking of that Wicked Bloodlines ESBR because that is probably one of the more difficult stages right now in, you know, SBR, if you want to call that right. Um, it is one of the more difficult ones. So maybe they were trying to build him for that. But in all honesty, that shouldn't have been the case because if you build a unit for like the red zone or something like that, I think you're indirectly also building them to be good enough in the SBR stages as well. At the same time, some more often than not, it feels like. So I don't know. I think they may made a big blunder there by restricting him that much. And it's a mm. it's not even as if it's an insignificant amount. It's a hundred percent attack and defense, right? That he's missing out on. It's ridiculous. Yep. And yeah, the thing is as well, like I think there's 
a free to play one and obviously the angel the physical angel freezer starts off as base and then transforms into golden so he doesn't really count he's like the only angel golden freezer in the game so mm -hmm. there's really no real reason why they needed to hold back on him and um, because he because he has links like tournament of power and stuff like that even though obviously he does work well with other wicked bloodline units he's not exactly the most optimal unit to run even on that team so considering how limited he can be and when you look at what they did with agl super saiyan blue evolution vegeta agl turles uh, it's just very confusing that he is the way he is and if in the future yeah. we do get some kind of super type version of the red zone like who knows how long that is going to be if the power mm -hmm. creep has continued to move is this freezer still then even going to be any good for that event so exactly like I, I you could argue like that's that's something i tweeted out saying like oh you know there could be a super red zone but <laughs> worldwide download celebration doesn't really i mean i don't remember outside of collection of fierce battles which let's be real it's basically a glorified idbh we didn't re we don't really get new like events per se during download celebrations or worldwide so the next big event that will come out was probably around let's say anniversary again by then the meta could change so drastically right um so i don't i don't know i don't know what they were thinking to be honest with frieza I'm doing something as we're playing right now, or as we're talking, and uh, mm -hmm. from a, like, phase three Infinite Dragon Ball history boss, this Frieza just took 175k from a super. <laughs> he, had he had 190k defense, uh, 197k defense, with, linked up with uh, physical and Angel Frieza. Is that facing a super class enemy? Uh, yeah. Oh, then, yeah, no, I stand corrected. It's even worse than what we thought then. Uh, I don't know. If, I was. Uh, yeah, this is the Sworn Enemies yeah. team. I don't think I'm running him wrong. Like, it's it's like I put him in slot one, but it's. um. Yeah, you see him right here. He's, you know, he's rainbowed, but he's not level 10 links, but he's getting there. He's eight, nine, stuff mm -hmm. like that. But um, yeah, so 175K from I think that's phase three we're in. So uh, not great. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing I feel like Dokkan is uh, slipping up a little bit on. And I'm going to go a little bit off topic here, low-key, though. Um, I'm one for seeing them release units in, like, every slot. Like, release a unit for each slot here and there. I feel mm -hmm. Dokkan's doing a lot of slot 2 units recently, I feel. Like, yeah. a ridiculous amount. And I think it's fine. I'm not, not going to complain about it, necessarily. But when it becomes too much, that's when, you know, it's like, okay, you can release a slot 3 unit. like. I wouldn't mind a Dokkan Fest support. If Angel Golden Freezer was a support, I don't think anybody, any one of us would be complaining that much realistically, right? Um, but he's not, and it's a, pro it's a problem there, in, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And as you guys said, like the uh, Wicked Bloodline ESBR has come out recently and is quite difficult. Terrifying Conqueror's normal Super Battle Road is also actually quite difficult in comparison to some of the older stages. We're seeing some of these newer stages that aren't even the extreme version of SBR actually ramping up the difficulty quite a little bit as well. Because the uh, I know from experience, my AGL LR full power freezer is taking the same damage from normal attacks in normal Super Battle Road Terrifying Conquerors that he was taking in Wicked Bloodline Extreme Super Battle Road. So the difficulty is ever shifting forwards. And unfortunately, this freezer just seems like he is a little bit behind the times, which is very unfortunate. But moving on to another EZA that we got on JP, who has been 
much better received, to say the least, is uh, another buff for everybody's favorite TUR currently being enjoyed by the global player base, which is, of course, Captain Ginyu. We got the EZA for the Tech LR Ginyu Force. So this unit, very, very good. Um, Joker, why don't you start us off? What are your thoughts on the Tech LR Ginyu Force? I honestly, I thought, I didn't think he would easy a so soon because we, I mean, we didn't just get the physical LR easy a, but cause good has been out on GP for a little bit, but I thought they would hold off on him a little bit longer, but at the same time, I'm super happy with this kit. He does everything that the physical Ginyu does minus the orb changing, but does it better. And he, he slots in really well. Cause there wasn't, you know, you had you had the tech easy a Goldo, but he didn't really have a good tech unit to run in the new Genu Force team, and he fits perfectly. It links well, gives so much support, and overall is a fantastic unit. So I take my hat off. They obviously put a lot more effort into this easy a than they did Frieza. So I don't know who <laughs> who was in charge of that. Uh, Gail, any extra thoughts on the Ginyu Force LR easy a or the Ginyu Force in general? They're uh, looking pretty good right now. I think they've done a good job, man. They, they've done a good job in bringing them to a stable position right now in the um, meta. I would say probably one of the best teams in the game, right? <laughs> I don't even think it's a stable position. They're probably one of the top teams there. Um, no, they're, they're very, very good. And I'm glad that they're giving some respect to the Guinea Force because at this point now, I don't know how many more buffs they're going to get. And maybe that's a little bit of a concern, right? But who knows? They could release a completely fresh new Rakum or Goldo standalone unit or something, right? Maybe, um, which could help out help out the team somehow, some way. Uh, but right now, they've done a fantastic job with them, and this Guinea Force EZA was a, a, a somewhat of a blinder. I didn't expect them to drop so soon, but they did, and they did a good job with them for for now, at least. And of course, the other thing that comes to mind, this isn't listed on the outline, but it is something to bear in mind, is obviously we can draw parallels with uh, another team that we are going to talk about when we eventually shift over to the global side. But obviously we have the free-to-play Bardock team as well. So mm. is this potentially a good sign for uh, what the LR team Bardock could awaken into into the future? Uh, Vilify, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I agree with you, but I think uh, if you want to kind of go uh, punch for punch, we need another uh, free-to-play LR for the uh, Ginyu Force team, or not Ginyu Force, uh, Team Bardock, uh -huh. because, uh, you know, we've already gotten the easy A's for the TURs, and, you know, Global is still finishing that up, but over here on JP, we, we know what they're all about. Um, the Bardock is pretty good, you know, Fosh is all right, but not too great. I think if you're just comparing the Ginyu Force easy A's to the Team Bardock ones, the Ginyu Force ones are just, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how dramatically uh, better they are, but especially with the two hundred percent leader skill that they have with our boy AGL Ginyu here, uh, yep, it'd be interesting to see if uh, the team Bardock gets the same treatment. But this is a good sign, though, for a free to play team, especially for the most part. This is a free to play team, and there's uh, six runnable units that are all free to play. It's a, it's a good start. They're yeah, gonna have so to rainbow uh... him first before they. Give him their <laughs> yeah. EPA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like at this point, he's literally just going to have to, they're going to have to just drop the last copy and then easy A them straight away because mm -hmm. yep. they've been outdated almost since the first copy came out. So uh, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no point dropping that last copy, letting us rainbow them, and then them still being nigh on unusable. So uh yeah. be interesting to see what they do. But this obviously does set up the potential blueprint because uh we could get a new Dokon Fest Bardock, and then the whole thing will follow along just like Ginyu, essentially, because the last Dokon Fest Bardock we got was obviously the story of Bardock version, who becomes a Super Saiyan. So we could get a father of Goku confessed version of uh, bardock and then just like the ginyu force they could release side banner units like you know toran farsha and borgos and shugesh and then you know we're going to be looking good for that team as well so very very good um one it'd be interesting wanna... to see go ahead one thing i want to add is uh, it'll be a little bit tricky because the thing is i mean we're kind of already going onto the global side here but in terms of releasing a new bardock it's so tricky because Ginyu has Ginyu, then you have Goku Ginyu and stuff like that, right? And then you have the Goku Ginyu Force, you have the Ginyu Force, so it's super... Whereas for Bardock, if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me if I'm wrong, the Bardock that goes Super Saiyan, the HL one, that's not on Team Bardock, right? So, yeah, I don't know how they're going to handle that, because it's just like, you're going to have name clashes more often, I feel, with this team uh, than the Ginyu Force, because I don't think there is a name clash at all for the Ginyu Force, right? Hmm yeah and they've worked it quite well as well because even like the lrs uh the physical lr for example is called captain ginyu brackets ginyu force which means he then activates the pass uh the full passives of units like raccoon and guldo who need to be on rotation with a captain ginyu so that is definitely an issue that they could come across when it comes to bardock because yeah all base bardocks in the game just have the same name and uh don't really have any other version of a different name aside from the Super Saiyan one, who, as you pointed out, is not on Team Bardock because it's set way after Team Bardock no longer exists anymore. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Hopefully this is a blueprint uh, because this team is very, very good as a newer or free-to-play player. Um, you probably won't be able to do the physical Ginyu Force EZA, but the full free-to-play team, because you get the tech LR for rainbowing all of the free-to-play units, is a very solid team that you will be able to beat events with. So very, very good for newer and free-to-play players. So the other thing that released on JP that we have not yet talked about, uh, unrelated to all of the other topics, in fact, is we got a new stage of Extreme Super Battle Road, and that is the Universe 6 stage. Um, so Vilify, give us your thoughts. Have you uh, beaten this stage already? How how was it? Uh, yeah, um, I've got it pulled up on the uh, visuals right now, but uh, the, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I used items, but Tech Hit kind of did his thing. Uh, you know, especially because, you know, he has that chance to stun everybody. And when an enemy is stunned, you are just like blown away by how hard he hits. I forget yep. what the exact number was, but it was in my recording that I did for the because I have a video up on the stage. But I think it was like eight million or something. Like that. I'm like, wow, like um, he, he just hit way harder than I was expecting. But, you know, uh, Tech Khalifa, go ahead. cheese her. Uh, Vados has a good ceiling ability. Kale with her damage reduction and Kefla has a good healing and has her dodge chance and stuff like that. Uh, STR Kefla, I'd probably stay away from if you're going to run this stage, which is very unfortunate as she's like, I think, yeah, she's the newest unit on this team that isn't an easy A. Um, that I've got, you could run Int Kaba, uh, shout out to Minato, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so this, you can see it on the screen now. This is the team that I used for it. Uh, not yep, too bad no. of a stage. So, so the... and Khalifa? Uh, yeah, they're, mine are only 55%, but you could get away with that. Oh. 
Yellow. Yeah, they well. they are a unit that definitely work better in the longer events because of yeah. the build up. But the uh, are all the enemies in the stage uh, universe survival saga or pure Saiyans then? Because I actually I... can't remember. Every phase one and two are, but phase three gets a little bit tricky because it's Beerus and Whis. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, I remember doing the normal yeah. version. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, Tech Kalen, Tech Khalifla obviously can come in really useful in those first two phases. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed you got the TUR and the SSR, so the good old, uh, good old cheese strategy, like God event strategy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tech hit definitely. If you get good RNG, because he with that ability to just stun everybody on the rotation then yeah he goes absolutely crazy i think i beat the universe survival saga esbr no item run because he stunned everybody in the last fight with the dokon mode ready to go on turn one so Mm. it's just absolute annihilation so very very good and of course the esbr stages on that are currently releasing on jp those are to give the medals to eza the tech goku and gohan is that correct but i know they're not all available are they so that's uh, what is being built up to at the moment. So, Universe Six Super Battle Road. Uh, Gail, any other thoughts? I know you're uh, more of a global main, but what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on uh, Universe Six Super Battle Road? I think uh, we haven't had too many additions to the team since it's SBR, so I wouldn't. Ass- I would assume they wouldn't have gone all in on making it like super difficult, like Wicked Bloodlines, for example, because they had to kind of accommodate for full power Frieza in that event, right? Um, mm. Whereas in this one, it's obviously they, the only instructions we had were, well, in Kava and, uh, you know, Tech Kill and Khalifla, which didn't, they do obviously help out the team, specifically Tech Kill and Khalifla, but it's not a drastic improvement such as full power Frieza. So I think uh, it will be an easy stage to account, uh, defeat, especially if you do cheese it with Tech, Kill and, uh, Tech Khalifla, sorry, uh, run the double tur ssr combo but uh yeah no i don't i'm i'm looking forward to when it comes out on global i'm i don't think it'll be too difficult okay so that is the uh last major topic that we have to talk about on jp so global unfortunately is uh been a bit on the quiet side as we near the end of the ginyu or at least the first part of the ginyu celebration hopefully by the uh, next episode we will have seen some in-game news about what is coming up next a um, lot of speculation about what that could be based on the previous years but obviously nothing is set in stone yet so in terms of what has actually released we started to talk about it very briefly but we have gotten more of the team bardock EZAs. so we got the EZAs for tech torah and physical shugesh so vilify let's start with you if you want to talk to us about one of those two uh, i'll let you pick but w- tell us about one of these units and what you think of them how could I not talk about Shugesh and how he blesses Lord monkeys, Shugesh, you know? what a choice. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, it just kind of the general complaint that I have about these units is I feel like I'm forced to use Kai's to get them to SA-15. Like if I kind of pull it up here, Tora's <laughs> SA-10 and I think Shugesh is as well. Ooh. So I, I'm, it's just not happening for me. Um, I gotta, you know, Dokaning responsibly can be hard sometimes, no, you know? I was gonna say, shout out to our boy Toon Rami, who was actually in my stream. I streamed when these dropped on Global, and uh, I farmed up their EZAs, and then without a care in the world, fed five Kais into <laughs> both of them, because I, uh... Every time anyone comments on Twitter about Dokoning responsibly, I just post that gif of, like, the giant gold jewel-encrusted Homer laughing, because... 
I used to have that mentality at the start of the game when Kai's were hard to get, but you know, seven years deep into the game, when you've got like 200 elder, elder Kai's, eventually you get to the point where you don't really need to keep saving them. You might as well use them. And if it's going to save you a massive headache, then, uh, why not go ahead? Cause yeah, one thing you can do, obviously the Dokon medals to awaken them, you obviously were only given out the amount you needed originally to get the units awakened in the first place. So the only way to get them is they can randomly appear in the barbershop. Um, and that's it. You just have to wait. Maybe you can get them. Um, if you don't, the only thing you can do is you can farm up the drop uh, copy as an SSR, get them to SA5, awaken them to UR, and then you'll have a 50% chance that it will raise their SA. And it will raise it by five, but you only have a 50% chance. And I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you've tried it, but like if I if I did that once, if I farmed up one copy to five and tried it and it didn't work, I think I'd just give up at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, we're gosh addicts. That's supposed to that's what we're supposed to do. That 50-50 chance, baby. Come on now. Um, no, I I've, I've actually did that because I remember Sunblade asking me to do it for a video. Um <laughs> I think it was specifically Jace and uh Burder, I think it was those two. Surprisingly, both times it worked. Burder, I could, I didn't get a chance to record it because I completely forgot <laughs> to click record. And then I was like, let me do it for Jace. And it worked for Jace. And I was like, well, I guess that's my luck gone, I suppose, <laughs> the winning two 50-50s in a row. But no, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I do think it is an option for sure. But I, if you don't want to do it, you, can't, you can just avoid doing it. We get too many sleepy guys and stuff nowadays, for sure. Uh -huh. But yeah, so Vilify, uh, even though you only have him at SA10, I'm sure you've seen him at full SA15. So what are your thoughts on the physical Lord Shugesh? I got to be careful with the words here. I don't want to make him upset. Oh, your always <laughs> will be cursed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shugesh always, uh, he comes through for me. Uh, I haven't had much time using this Team Bardock team. Like, uh, I kind of did the Super That's Battle right. Road stage for it and just kind of uh, didn't touch it ever again. Touched this team ever again, but... Uh, I think Shugesh is pretty good. Uh, I think Fasha is, or aside from Bardock, I think Fasha is my favorite of this bunch. Okay. Uh, and uh, I also like, um, what's his name, Borgos with his stun chance. I also really enjoy. But yeah, I think Shugesh is good. Uh, this team is just all right, though. It needs a lot of work. Like the Ginyu Force treatment, uh, I kind of hope that the Team Bardock team gets the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, For the physical Shugesh, I think I was genuinely surprised at how good he is based on when I first read his kit, because mm -hmm. on paper, it doesn't seem like he's going to be that crazy, especially because a lot of his abilities are locked behind um, status effects, which obviously a lot of events uh, cancel out. But I obviously, you know, a lot of it was getting good RNG, but I uh, took the team into an Infinite Dragon Ball history stage to try him out for my showcase video. And because I was able to lower attack or defense in the early stages, he triple supered for me in the first like mm. three turns because he can get an additional super if the enemy has attack or defense lowered. So by the time we got to like turn six, seven, eight, he was almost, he was like over 400k defense because he infinitely stacks. Yep. So I was actually quite impressed with how good he is. Um, he definitely is, I think, one of the sleeper options. Um, but of course, all of these units, they are kind of designed to be used together. He does suffer quite a bit. I think he loses like 50% attack and defense if he's not being run with a Team Bardock member. 
Um, but Joker, why don't you tell us about Torah? Because Torah is a support unit, so a bit more of a universal unit that could potentially be used on other teams. What do you think about Tech Torah? You know, I think that um, he's decent, I guess. He does stack attack and defense, so he's good for long events. So you can definitely run him if you're lacking a team for, like, GT Vegeta event. It's going to be difficult still, but he does at least have type advantage over Evolution Blue at the very end. Um, his support passive is really good. You know, three key, 30% attack and defense is generally what we see out of most supports these days, sometimes 40%, unless you're the Genyu Force and you get 60 um, but that's neither here nor there. They're free-to-play units. The 15% chance to recover, or no, 15% HP recovery when you're 85% or lower can be useful, but it pretty much you have to run him on a low-class warrior team, which really, you're not really going to run him anywhere else unless you're using the the Team Bardock squad. So overall, he's he's a fairly good unit all with that 10% crit chance as well, but he's not, like, blowing blowing me away so he's just decent mm -hmm. yeah i would agree he's like he's a decent enough support unit for some of the teams if you're free to play but there's nothing that really stands out about him um i would say so obviously for global we are still waiting to get the str bardock one so we'll talk about that in a bit more detail once he actually does get his uh EZA come into the game on global. So, Gail, as we have talked about the two Team Bardock units, we still got something for you to tell us about over here. So, the latest Super Strike revamp has come to global, which is the Int Android 16. Um, now, I I said in my video he might unironically be the best Android 16 in the game. What do you what do you think about that statement? I absolutely agree. I think he's really, really good. You know, I've seen, you know, people run him in stages like the red zone. And that says a lot right there, right? Um, because we've all been, again, like I mentioned at the start of the video, we've been complaining about free-to-play units not being good enough recently. I think he's one of the few that actually kind of goes under the radar sometimes, right? Um, especially uh -huh. on that 200% uh, leader skill of uh, AGL cell, right? Um, you do require to get a little lucky, right? Because it's a high chance of guarding. But when he guards and, you know, all the, uh, and you're running him on that 200% team, he was built to be on AGL Cell's team. Now, if you don't have AGL Cell, obviously it's a little bit tricky, but I think, you know, he's going to come back often enough to the point where you're going to be able to build a team around that AGL Cell with this 116 on the team and stuff. So, mm -hmm. in all honesty, I think very, very good uh, unit, and I'm very much looking forward to using him once I get my own AGL Cell, to be honest <laughs> and then vilify the incels uh, team for now yeah i mean that's the thing right as long as you've got one of the 170 leaders for android slash cell saga you could obviously run that and then run an agl cell friend and then yeah this guy as long as you're getting that guard the good old chance to guard passives that we love so much but as long as he gets it off then yeah he is actually looking pretty decent i saw somebody uh, actually sent me a message after i put my video up apparently they calced that as long as he gets his guard and i think he has to super attack first because he does raise defense um but he can actually tank omega's super attack in the mm. red zone so considering he's a free to play unit that is pretty crazy so uh, there are uh, a lot of summonable units that cannot do that yeah exactly so uh, he's definitely looking pretty good um 
One thing I will say, his art is kind of interesting to me. I, I think he is he one of the only units that is like not only facing away from the camera, but he's not even looking at, I say mm. the camera, but the person <laughs> looking at the screen. Like, because you've got units like the physical free to play UI Goku before he awakened, but he's like looking over his shoulder. This guy's just completely uninterested in, uh, in what you're doing, apparently. Uh, he's yes. something right now. Yeah, he's busy. He's, uh, I like the fact as well, if you, uh, you know, with the, when you tap the screen to remove all of the overlay and stuff, the fact that he's just, you know, got his little, he's got his hands tucked in, uh, at the side, but, but yeah, in Super Strike 16, definitely very good. Uh, how would you guys say he compares obviously for both versions of the game? Uh, the most recent Super Strike revamp unit that released was the STR trunks because he came with the golden week celebration that was on both versions at the same time. How would you say he compares to him in terms of these new revamped Super Strike units? I like how, um, 16 doesn't have, uh, a ridiculous restriction for his uh mechanic right mm -hmm. like guard chance <laughs> yep. is guard chance but trunks it's like yep. you need a full team and then you get a chance you know it's like all right cool dude <laughs> but this trunks uh <laughs> i think this is my favorite if you're looking at the screen i think this is my favorite uh sticker effect in the game yeah that that sticker effect is awesome right. The the sixteen one is actually kind of cool as well with the stuff that's like swirling around i don't know if you put a sticker on him i know you uh, had the card I, art up on the screen I, earlier I can, but i can do that oh <laughs> <laughs> there you go just for you guys out here spending the stickers five nine we yeah. care about our viewers so <laughs> yeah, let me uh, uh, yeah this is the one uh, perk of not being able to read there we go <laughs> i got it okay here we go this is our moment i wish that the the hell's flash was uh was moving mm. but yeah, yeah i, I like, I like cool. the sort of swirling around uh -huh. sort of thing but yeah not not bad uh we're not seeing some good effects on some of these uh free-to-play cards so mm -hmm. pretty mm -hmm. decent but yeah let us know what you guys think down below of super strike 16 uh have you used it much yourself um let us know all of that down below in the comment section so in terms of the actual listed topics for this week that is all we have got so i thought maybe for like the last few minutes if you guys wanted to we could maybe go into a little bit of speculation about potential units for when the proper superhero stuff comes out so obviously at this point if you are not wanting to hear any kind of spoilers this will probably be a good time for you to duck out <laughs> just make sure you uh <laughs> like the video subscribe to the channel come back for the next episode when we have more stuff to talk about but if you want to stick around we can have a few minutes of speculation about dragon mm -hmm. ball super superhero stuff so can I, uh, gail can i say oh. something before we get to the uh speculation oh. okay you, you go right ahead all right thank you uh if you haven't been paying <laughs> attention to the screen now uh we have uh new visuals made by our good friend stray our worker with us uh he uh He's got a new visual overhaul for us, so uh, let us know what you guys think. If there's anything we can improve on, if there's if you guys like this or you want something different, please let us know. Uh, you know, it's pretty important stuff because uh, I want you guys to be able to have something nice to look at while we are giving you our oh-so-excellent commentary. <laughs> yeah, it's looking good. I like it. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think down below in the comments section. So, Gail, let's uh, put it over to you straight away. So, in terms of the superhero stuff um what are you expecting to see i mean we since we're going into entire spoilers gohan's new form for sure i think that's going to be the main focal point of the summonable dokkan fest right um uh -huh. obviously now it's up in the air is he going to be an lr is it going to be a tur are they going to wait 
and how long are they going to wait, so on and so forth. I know there's been discussions about, oh, it's going to be ton about it. It's going to be worldwide. Who knows? Whatever it is. Um, I'm expecting final uh, Gohan for sure. Uh, I'm definitely curious to see what moves they give him because, of course, the mm. move he used at the end of the movie was a special beam cannon, not a Kamehameha. So I wonder if they're going to incorporate maybe the Kamehameha just to give him the Kamehameha link and category, or they're just going to go mm. fully all guns blazing. Um, on the op- opposing side, it's got to be this uh, new cell, right? Oh, it's not the old cell, but a new cell, Cell Max. Um, he's going to be very interesting because. He's going to be the first, I think, you know, well, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say the first giant unit because technically Badger Ember exists as well, right? So he's kind of like a semi-giant unit, I would say. But it's going to be interesting how they handle him, especially with the size in the game, how his models will look, right? And everything. That's going to be very interesting. So for me, I think those are the two main Dokkan fests uh, to look out for for when the celebration begins. So you think it's uh, more likely than not that it'll be a dual Dokkan fest or...? I think it's better if they do a dual Dokkan Fest, and it's one of the reasons why I'm leaning towards them pushing it for Worldwide Celebration, personally. Uh, okay. Obviously, they could just make Tanabara and, you know, say that this is the first time we're doing a dual Dokkan Fest, basically, right? Um, push it a little bit early, but I don't know. Part of me thinks they're not going to do that. I think they're going to, they're, they've juggled things around, basically, a little bit. Um, but we'll have to just wait and see. I do think it'll be a dual Dokkan Fest, though, for sure. Okay, Joker, what are your thoughts? Well, this is kind of why I don't expect that free-to-play uh, AGO Gohan to go anywhere further than a uh, a TUR and probably Super Saiyan at most, Super Saiyan 2, maybe Ultimate, but they're going to save his new his new final form for the Dokkan Fest, because you know, that's the hype thing, and they want to capitalize on that, and they want people to summon for him, and they're not going to waste it on a free-to-play unit. But I like the time slots are weird, so mm-hmm. I don't know if they have unless they do just full on replace the worldwide celebration with this movie. They don't really have a good spot for them to slot it in for a dual Dokkan Fest. So I, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe Gohan being Dokkan Fest and then the new cell being an LR um, following kind of the standard format, what they always do for banners and celebrations for months. I mm. I don't really see too much of a problem with that. Of course, typings are going to be a thing and passes is going to be a thing, but I think it's pretty reasonable for that to come out. Yeah, so the the one thing I know Gail touched on it very briefly is I I'm sure he's going to be incorporated into the game somehow. Um but there's a part of me that wouldn't be surprised if Cell we get Cell Max as like some kind of raid boss or something like that, but not a summonable unit because as Gail mentioned, I mean, he doesn't have any sort of smaller form. He is a giant beast the entire time. And we don't really have any characters in the game that are like that unless they are going into the actual like giant slash rage mode kind of thing. Um, So it definitely would be interesting to see how they handle that if they are going to have him as a summonable unit. Uh, Vilify, what do you think? I think we have to uh, acknowledge that, you know, it is more than just Gohan and Cell going forward, right? We yep. do have, uh, we have Piccolo who got some love in the movie and a, uh, an interesting uh, twist on the whole Namekian thing with him going, uh-huh. uh, you know, changing colors. I guess we'll leave it at that, right? Um, <laughs> and, now uh, we're, we're in full on spoiler territory now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Piccolo go- becoming orange, I think it's what it was, as well yep. as uh, we also need to have something for Gamma 1 and 2. Yep. I think it's very possible we see maybe this Gohan is a Gohan in pan. This free to play one. 
Mm, that could be interesting. Um, I'm just trying to think of some other things as well. Uh, we, uh, yeah, so I think I'm really excited to see how the Namekian category is going to look when we're done with the celebration for this movie. Because that is as one as dead as the team gets at the moment. Like it's easy A's are not eminent for it. <laughs> like we got what? Like the physical piccolo easy A's, like really the only one where like, whoa, this could be really good. But even then something tells me he'll get shafted. So <laughs> um, Yeah. I, I mean it's tough to say, right? Yeah, I mean the thing is the biggest thing really is gonna be the fact that for the Namekian team, we actually have two new forms for Piccolo in the movie, mm -hmm. technically. So we could finally get new Piccolo units that actually have different names. So they'll actually be able to link up with each other and then we will actually be able to build a more, more cohesive team. Cause currently that is the biggest issue with the Namekian team. The fact that every single Piccolo in the game is just called Piccolo. Right. Whereas assumingly we're now going to get Piccolo brackets, potential unleashed and orange Piccolo. Cause they do just call golden freezer, golden freezer. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that he's just going to be called orange Piccolo, but that is going to be pretty big. He's obviously potentially going to be a giant form unit as well. Um, which is, interesting but also at the same time I, i've made it very clear that i'm not a huge fan of the giant form mechanic so unless yep. they're gonna revamp that or just make him you know make his giant form extra busted to like make up for it but i could see personally just as a rough guess off the top of the head if it is going to be a jewel dokon fest i could see them doing something like gohan with the side banner unit being piccolo and then cell max with the side banner unit being a gamma one and two potentially um so in terms of what the units are actually going to come as because we talked about the form for the free to play one and the fact that he potentially isn't going to awaken any further than um super saiyan or maybe even ultimate how do you think they're going to do handle the actual summonable unit because i feel like i mean at this point i'm sure you guys have too like most of us have seen the clips if not whole chunks of the movie mm -hmm. i feel like they've got to incorporate that transformation as yeah. part of the unit so is he going to be like a summonable ultimate gohan or what do you guys think i think you hit the nail on the head summonable ultimate gohan yeah. that has like a you know it, it's gonna be some kind of weird restriction for a transformation oh <laughs> hopefully no, not we just listen, want to turn listen, four no, but... this, this, we're gonna be able to see the uh red cutting through the screen please so this this time yeah. we have to actually see the, whole, <laughs> the red slash please i beg, i beg we, we, we couldn't see it in the agile one but we have to see it in this one <laughs> i think it'll be an ultimate gohan that way he can link with the tech gohan tech ultimate Gohan because he his, he starts out as just teen gohan right yep. he transforms an ultimate so if we get a good linking partner for him as well and this ultimate gohan just mm, has an entrance animation that puts him into the new form i think that'll work kind of well yeah because obviously intro animations not only are they now a thing but they are also uh voiced so or, and have the you know the good quality sound effects because they, they gotta have the animation in the game I, I feel like there's no way they don't do that um but I think it might have been Gale, or maybe it was you, Joker, that touched on it very briefly, is especially if he's going to be an LR, obviously once he becomes final Gohan, he doesn't really do anything other than doing the special beam cannon. So um, it almost feels like he, I, I don't see any way he's just going to be final Gohan like from the jump because mm -hmm. they don't really have a huge amount to work with. Now, I know obviously Dokon has been doing a lot of original stuff lately, um, but it definitely feels like they'll save that as some sort of big finisher. Uh, Gail, what yep. do you think? 
yeah, for sure. I think that that's going to be some big finisher. I think they'll probably add a couple of combos here and there for sure um, in between. And it depends, again, because they'll have to just fish out a lot more animations. I, I, I haven't seen the movie yet personally, of course, and I'm just hearing it from a lot of people from what they've seen, a lot of images that have been floating on, uh, on you know, Twitter and stuff. But there has to be more action, I assume, with Final Gohan, and I think they can incorporate it for sure and, like, maybe... That can be his 12th key, or, well, his super attack, and then the active skill is that special beam cannon, maybe, right? Um, we'll have to just wait and see. I think it's going to be very interesting, especially uh, depending on how they do it and whatnot, because I don't think for this case they can go, like, you know, what if, or, you know, like, make their Dokkan originals, because the style is so distinct with these animations, right? Especially the superhero-style animations. Because that's another thing. Mm. It's going to be very interesting to see how they incorporate the art style, this 3D CGI effect of these character models and stuff into the game for sure when they go all guns blazing. Of course, this free-to-play Gohan is very basic right now. So, yeah. Yeah, so obviously there's a lot to look forward to. Um, who knows when it's going to be? But as always, we will keep you guys updated. Uh, I can't wait until we actually get to see the units. I'm sure it's going to be a very fun episode once that stuff actually comes out and we get to see it and uh, can all discuss it. The movie, obviously, not coming out for a while over here. Um, I've seen a lot of the leaked stuff, but same thing happened with Broly. I think I'd pretty much seen almost the entire movie, but I still went to see it like three times. So very hyped and uh, looking forward to what is going to come. So let us know what you guys think down below. What are you most looking forward to? I would say, I guess, obviously, if you've got this far in the video, you don't care about spoilers, but try and keep the comment section <laughs> at least a little bit spoiler free because I'm sure there are some mm -hmm. people out there who dipped out because they're trying to avoid some of this stuff. But we will have to see what happens and hopefully we will be getting more information very soon. So that is going to do it for this week's episode, everybody. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, Dokon definitely ramping up for some interesting stuff coming. So I'd like to thank Vilify, Ice Cold Joker and Gail Riot for being here with me on this episode, episode 68. I have been your host, The Masked Ningen. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for joining in for this newest episode of the Dokon Battle podcast. And we will see you all again next time. Make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, check out all the other channels on the Five Nine Network. We cover a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And we will see you all next time. Peace out. <laughs>